1: Welcome to Sacred Cow Barbecue. I'm Patricia Aiken, an average host with exceptional guests. Frederick C. Blackburn will be getting back into the nitty-gritty of how Israel uses the NSA to spy on us in the second hour. But my first hour guest is Doug Diamond. He's a music producer, engineer in Nashville by day and geoengineering activist by night. Actually, he says they're both full-time jobs. After meeting Dang Wigington, he became the webmaster and video editor and sound engineer for geoengineeringwatch.com. Ah huh, man, I could sure use one of those. Doug, welcome to Sacred Cow Barbecue.
0: Hey Patricia, thanks for having me on.
1: And we want to give a shout out to Byron for recommending you. Yeah, it's kind thanks. Kind of funny because I, I talked to uh, to Dane a, a while back, and he said he'd send one of his lieutenants one time. I said, if you want to send one of your lieutenants, fine. We weren't able to hook up, and here you are. Is this great or what? This is. I love, <laughs> I love how the universe works. So how did you wake up to the geoengineering thing? Tell me your story. Where'd you grow up? Who's your mom and dad? All that kind of stuff.
0: (laughs) Well, I actually grew up in Indiana. I made my way through high school and then ended up uh, in Los Angeles following high school to pursue music. I stayed in Los Angeles for several years. I went to a music school out there and subsequently finished school and then went, went to work right away at a major recording studio. So that really got my feet wet in the in the recording business, the music business, uh, the recording industry, I should say. I worked at Ocean Way for about three years and then left there and decided to move to Nashville. So I moved to Nashville in 1993, and I've been here ever since.
1: Nashville sounds like a little better place to raise a family than L.A., if you ask me.
0: Yeah, it is. And that was kind of the idea. I got engaged in, to my wife at that point. We got married in 1995 she's, she puts up with me and we've got two great kids. We both love Nashville. She's, she works at a company uh, called Cumberland Trust and they do uh, investments and uh, investment management type stuff. And and I do the, uh, you know, the music studio slash uh, multimedia business slash graphic design slash all that stuff. But I've been in business for about 19 years, just, uh, just over 19 years actually. So, it's been good. It's been a fun ride. As far as waking up to geoengineering, several years ago, a friend of mine who is actually a music client was at my place. And we had just finished a project and we were hanging out outside talking. And he pointed out this huge grid pattern in the sky above where we're, ta- where we're talking. So basically what happened was kind of assumed he was a conspiracy theorist, quote unquote, yeah. So I didn't really put a whole lot of stock into what he said, but he told me that it's the U.S. military and there's a document called Owning the Weather by 2025, and I should go online and check that out. And, and while I'm at it, there's a movie on YouTube called What in the World Are They Spraying? So I took the bait and I followed his lead, just decided to investigate because I knew that I didn't remember seeing trails like that years ago when I when I grew up. Even in LA, you know, with all the pollution and the mess that the skies were, it was, you know, it was a hazy sky most of the time, and you couldn't even see the the mountains a lot of times. But I don't remember seeing really long horizon to horizon trails in the early 90s in Los Angeles. So remembering all of that, I did some investigation and then realized, lo and behold, he was right. I tried to absorb as much as I could at that point, realized, at that point I think wrongly that there wasn't a whole lot one person could do about it. I, I fully was aware that it was going on. I'm not going to use the word belief. I think a lot of people get caught up into do you believe in geoengineering or do do you believe in chemtrails? I don't have to believe it. There's plenty of documented evidence. There's plenty of data out there. There's soil tests, rain tests Video footage of right, it happening. I don't, I, don't
1: have, I don't have to believe that the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning. I know it is. It has, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It it's, sounds more like a faith, and it's not a faith thing at all. It's really more of a consciousness thing. Anyway, I, I decided that at that point that there wasn't a whole lot that I could really do, and I didn't really take it much further. And then about probably around a year later, or maybe less, I watched another film called Food, Inc., that's a great movie. And to me, it tied some things together that I I really was kind of missing before. And one of those was Monsanto and Monsanto's aluminum resistant seed. And I remembered seeing that in the film, remembering that, well, you know what, lo and behold, they're spraying aluminum nanoparticulate into the atmosphere for geoengineering. So that kind of really kicked it all off for me again, a second time. And I decided, I wasn't just going to sit around on the sidelines. I needed to get involved because I felt like for whatever reason, God laid it on my heart. I felt like I needed to investigate it further and to understand absolutely as much as I possibly could about the issue. So the very first thing that I did after a little bit more research was I contacted Dane Wigington through geoengineeringwatch.org. I sent him a note and just said, look, I'm A media guy, I can edit video, I can edit audio, I can hook you up if you need DVDs for anything, just let me know. And he called me like an hour or two later after I hit send. So we talked for a while, and I started working with him little by little. So now I'm the webmaster for geoengineeringwatch.org, and I do a lot of his content for his website as far as the video editing for the different YouTube videos that he has on there for different articles some of the different audio recordings that are on there, things like that. So it's been a really good relationship as far as um, he's he's such a great person and such a great, humble friend. I'm really honored to know him.
1: Well, awesome. That That's great. So I've seen those movies that you're talking about. I see the stuff that goes on in the sky. And there's people coming out now saying that none of it's real. But I've got a little story and it's a friend of mine, a woman that I know who's a vaccine activist. When she moved out to Texas, she was going to the farmer's market every Saturday. And she met a pistachio rancher. And he said three years in a row, his pistachios would get to a certain maturation point, And then before they opened, they'd all drop off the tree onto the ground. And he couldn't harvest for three years. And... When he finally had someone come out and do soil samples, guess what they found? Take a wild guess. Aluminum. High levels of aluminum. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Where did that come from?
0: Well, it came from the sky, and then it made its way into the rain that made its way into the soil. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a really great example, yeah. As far as that goes, soil samples, I think, can be a little bit untrustworthy, but if it's in the rain... It's definitely everywhere. You know, just like Dane says that aluminum is not just blowing around freely in the environment. Yes, it does exist. It's a percentage of the Earth's crust and all of that. But it does not exist in free form. In order for it to get there, it had to be mined and refined and sprayed. So that's exactly what you're uh, referring to.
1: Exactly. So why why is this a problem? You know, I you look up in the sky and I get a kick out of the people that think that those trails that we see all over crisscross patterns that they're just contrails excuse me since when does the faa let pilots fly anywhere they want for one thing no, there's yeah. flyways there's traffic patterns and they don't crisscross i guarantee you that
0: yeah it's ridiculous you know it's it's just people that would rather well it's it's it depends on i suppose but for the most part it's people that don't want to face reality. You know, if it's just your average person, if you're talking about a troll or something like that, they're obviously either getting paid to say what they're saying or they're choosing to to be on the side of corruption and evil. That's there's that too, but many people are just they buy the lie that they're told and and the the, the lie is that they're contrails. We have a really really good tutorial on geoengineeringwatch.org about the high bypass turbofan jet engine, and how that engine is very efficient. And it was designed that way on purpose. And that engine is used across the board on all commercial airliners, on all military uh, jet, you know, military uh, tankers and, and airliners as well. In this design for efficiency, it does not use water injection. And the RH, or the relative humidity, way up high is very low. So there's really no reason it would ever put out any sort of trail, let alone one that goes on for miles and miles. So if you, if you want to take a look at the tutorial, it's just a few minutes long. It really does a, a good job of explaining what the high-bypass turbofan jet engine does and what it does not do, more importantly, There's a lot of really good pictures and some animations, and there's actually some really good up-close shots of nozzles that are mounted on commercial airliners right behind, right on the pylon, right behind the jet engine, where it uh, would output, you know, and they're dropping the spray right into uh, where the exhaust would come out.
1: Now, I get a real kick out of people. For instance, I was at this meeting. It's a Marxist meeting. Progress Now Nevada, engineered by our own Harry Reid. The place was packed. So I sat down next to someone, and I got talking to these two liberals. Well, I got talking to one liberal, and the liberal behind us, I was complaining about how many more brush fires we have now here in Nevada because of the mismanagement that the Bureau of Land Management is doing to eliminating ranchers and the wild herds of horses and things. So we have tons, I mean, four times as many brush fires now. And I said, it's also because of the geoengineering that we're not getting the rain that we should get. And so this guy from Alaska behind me says, oh, I think she spends a little too much time online. (laughs) And so I said to him, well... You know, this I think the military just released a 900-page report about weather modification and geoengineering. Maybe you should spend some time online with me. Why do people deny what the government already admits to?
0: Well, out of fear, primarily. I mean, they, they would rather not face the reality of what's going on. It's much easier to poke fun at you or, or me or anyone else who has done the homework and realizes it is going on and we can face reality. Um, I think that's what you're what you're referring to there.
1: Well, yeah, it is. It takes an enormous amount of intellectual and emotional courage to be able to look at the true state of affairs. And yeah. most people like that cognitive dissonance; they much rather buy the lie. So, yeah. I, so what's your what's your track record been waking people up?
0: Well, being in Nashville, you know, it's it's one of those things where I I do what I can. I spend a lot of time doing full, two full time jobs. I have made my Facebook page kind of my blog about this whole thing and, and even beyond just geoengineering. Originally, it was it was focused on geoengineering primarily. Now it's broadened because my understanding of it all has broadened dramatically. So I, I do a lot of activism via Facebook as far as letting the, you know, thousand or so people that are friends on there let them know what's going on and of course there are a lot of activists they're friends of mine as well so that's part of it i also am a graphic designer I, I designed a bumper sticker for dane that's been really effective i've got the, a couple of those plastered on my bumper you know just driving around town people what, i what's know it say? i've got a couple different ones the one that the main one has the geoengineeringwatch.org logo at the bottom, and the, and above it, it says, well, the background picture is of a sprayed sky. You know, it's got the trails crisscrossed, and it says, this is climate engineering, and find out more. It's been pretty effective. I notice when I'm sitting at stoplights or, you know, in line at school going to pick up my kids or whatever, people whipping out their their cell phones and taking pictures of it. <laughs> So it's been effective that way. I, I got several hundred printed up and literally just you know went on Facebook and said, if anybody wants a bumper sticker or a couple of them, just send me a message and I'll mail you something. So I, I gave out about 600 bumper stickers that went all over the world, primarily United States and Canada. But, so that's been effective. That, that's been a good campaign. And then I have geoengineering flyers that I give out. And then also I produce the DVDs for Dane. So I have those DVDs as well that I can give out to people. I don't just randomly go up to people on the street and start having a conversation with them because they generally are not necessarily open to that. However, last election day, there's a polling place that's just a stone's throw from my house. I went up there and stood outside all day long and handed out flyers and talked to people. And that was really effective. I I think a lot of people woke up that day, and that's just one little polling place and just me doing it and my then seven-year-old daughter. It's, uh, it's a, a long, arduous process waking people up, but you do what you can. You hope that people go home and investigate and that they tell their friends when they figure out what's going on.
1: You know, I have hope for that because of the book that Malcolm Gladwell wrote called The Tipping Point. Yeah. And it just gets to the point where so many people catch on and then it's like everybody knows. It goes catches wildfire. Speaking of wildfire, a guest on my show early in the summer named brand thornton he said that the type of aluminum that they're using that they're spraying us with is actually an accelerant and he sent me a video on youtube that showed this aluminum oxide that they use and how they could actually light it with a flash from a camera it was really interesting so do you feel that there's has this led to increased fires the spread of these wildfires do you think
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It is an incendiary dust and it, it collects on absolutely everything. And then when you double or compound that with no rain in a electric electrically charged atmosphere, so you've got creases in lightning, lightning strikes, it really makes the whole thing a tinderbox and, and it does nothing but get dried out further and further so it's no wonder that we've had as many forest fires plus just the the general warming that the 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 west has seen the western part of the u.s now the eastern half of the u.s has been heavily geoengineered, which is where i am and it's not nearly that dry it's it's probably wetter than normal because we're getting your rain we're getting california's rain by design
1: you've had enormous amounts of rain places Mm -hmm. and that map that Dane showed before when he shows that the NOAA map and like one half of the country, the West is burning up and the other half is
0: freezing, <laughs> yeah.
1: freezing or, you know, being flooded. Yep. Just a, a line down the middle. So why don't mm-hmm. you tell people what you think causes that?
0: Well, it's completely engineered. It's completely unnatural. It's being geoengineered like that on purpose to cause for headlines and to make sure that people stay asleep because you know the eastern half of the United States is the most populated part of the of the country. It's just a small fraction of the entire land area of the world, and yet it's such a highly concentrated population. And then factor in also you've got like New York and Atlanta and different media hubs where you know mainstream media is centered and they're going to report on how cold it is, or how much snow there is, or how much you know how much rain there is, and totally ignore the fact that the western half of the U.S. is literally burning to the ground. That California is is burning up. That they haven't had rain in years. Or maybe they'll do a small you know story here or there about it, but they won't really go into into detail about it. But yeah, the whole thing is geoengineered. As far as the California drought goes, that's also completely engineered. Leading up to the the worst parts of the California drought, Uh, we could watch it on radar as they would blanket spray the eastern Pacific with with chemicals, aluminum and and all kinds of different chemicals to prevent the weather systems from moving in off of the Pacific and giving California rain. And instead what they did was they steered the jet stream and pushed it north using ionospheric heaters and things like that. Because once you induce all of these different particulus into the atmosphere it electrically charges it and it can be manipulated with microwaves with radiation from harp and different sea-based harp type facilities also you know nexrad and other things that can put out microwave frequencies they can they can use those things to push the jet stream where they want and that's exactly what they've been doing pushing it north so that california doesn't get the rain which is why Alaska has been so hot, and nobody's you know bothering to report on that. And then they steer the jet stream way down south. They dip it way down into the Gulf of Mexico and picks up moisture, and then they use that moisture to chemically nucleate above that moisture, literally cooling it off as quick as possible, which in the winter generates all kinds of snowstorms in the east.
1: Yeah, they uh, get buried. I, I <laughs> Yeah. I used to work at the Idaho Observer during the last that climate change conference that they had in, in, in Europe. I think it was in in the UK or something. Big Al Gore thing. Yeah, we published a story by a group called Minnesotans for Global Warming.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they they love a little global warming. But here's the thing. So what's the point? I mean, what what stops people? from believing this is when you go on and say they're poisoning us with this stuff. I mean, aluminum in the presence of mercury is 100 times more toxic than it is on its own. And people have almost a ubiquitous exposure to mercury from vaccines, from dental amalgam. 80% of the population has dental amalgam. So they say, well, why would they do this? Because they live here too. They're doing it to their own families, whoever these elite people are. Why aren't they affected? Why would they do this? That's what stops them from getting it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I I think I was there at one point. But, you know, normal, average working people who are working to pay their taxes and taking their kids to soccer games and paying their bills and people with mortgages, 2.5 kids, those people, their view of the world is limited to only what they've experienced that view started the day they were born, and they have absolutely no concept of the pure, unadulterated, abject, corrupt evil running not only the top levels of our government, beyond that, even to multinational corporations who own the politicians via donations and blackmail, and to beyond the corporations to the foreign megabanks and the central bankers that print the money. And then beyond the central bankers to the families at the top of the pyramid who've been in power for many generations and who are the 0.0000001%, right, who finance and control both sides of wars so that they cannot lose. And in fact, they make even greater fortunes on the backs of everyone under them. They are above the law. They're untouchable. They report to no one where rules don't apply Because they're exempt from all the laws that the rest of us are subject to. And these globalist elitists, the ultra-rich, most of them, are so corrupt, and they are such psychopathic criminals, all of them almost. They're literally Luciferians at the top who believe that their God put them in power over the multitudes so that that dictates to them that the end justifies the means. And their goal is to wipe out at least 90% of the world's population. This is called eugenics. I personally think that 90% is a low number and that they'd be more pleased if it was 99%. Why? Because they do not need us. They already own everything. We are useless eaters to them. And they want to get rid of us because we're using their resources, so they say. The globalists. Luciferian elites have created a breakaway civilization that has no need for us. We are obsolete. They want to override us. And their goal is to literally merge with machines, which is called transhumanism, mm-hmm. and live forever. I know it sounds far, far-fetched, and you may not believe that, but it really doesn't matter what you believe or what I believe because they believe it, and they have the power to enforce their agenda on the rest of us, and indeed they are.
1: Absolutely. The person that we'll be talking to next hour, they were, he was on last last week, and we had a conversation with Frederick C. Blackburn and Dutchman, and we discussed this very heavily. We feel like the root of it is Jewish supremacism, and that's who at, is at the top. There's a, certainly enough goyim involved in it. There's Shebez Goy. They've corrupted everyone they use all the other races. I have to agree with your theory, but I don't see a breakaway so I can't I can't see them leaving anywhere. there's nowhere to go. I don't believe in the ball globe thing. Uh, I am a flat earther after I got over my initial shock and looked at the evidence. So my my question is where are they going to go? They ruin this planet. Where do they go and they need us for certain things. They they don't create anything. They just dest- they're destroyers. They're not creators.
0: Correct. But they believe through transhumanism that they can live forever. And in fact, if they destroyed the planet, or at least made it uninhabitable, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's uninhabitable for machines. So they don't need us. What I mean by breakaway civilization is that they don't need us for any reason. They, They are... Self-contained, and they don't view us as anything other than cattle, basically that they can just get rid of at any point because they already own everything. You know,
1: that's what Goyam means, cattle. Yep. So that's a well. I can't disagree with you there. So you think that they feel like with their transhumanism? I remember doing an an issue on this at the Idaho Observer, Mm -hmm. and I said we need to be sending out razor blades with this issue. It's very depressing. It can it, be. It, it can be. So what's, what's this, how do people fight back? What, what's, your, what's your hope in this, Doug?
0: Well, personally, my hope is in Jesus Christ and in what the Bible says. And I believe, and I'm going to use that word now because it is a faith-based statement, I do believe that we are in the end times and that this is part of that script. I'm not saying that it can't be changed. I'm just saying that everything sure points to the fact that we are there and to whatever degree the luciferian elite being who they are they 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 don't need us around so it's not like all we can do is tell as many people as we can as far as what's happening and hope that they research things on their own and come to their own conclusions i'm not sitting here trying to tell people what to think or how to think i'm simply telling you what i think
1: i think it's good to show people where, where they can go to get more information And while we're doing that, I just want to let everyone know you're listening to Sacred Cow Barbecue on Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. Tonight, my guest is, on the first hour, is Doug Diamond. We're talking geoengineering. And people sometimes don't know that term. And that's the term that the government admits to. They don't admit to chemtrails, right, Doug?
0: Yeah, that's right. Chemtrails is the layman's term. And it's the term that If you go Google it, you will come to Wikipedia's definition of it, which is conspiracy theory. And that's where most of it stops. And I will admit that early on, that's the the word that I Googled and thought, oh, wow, it really is a conspiracy theory because Wikipedia must be – they're telling the truth, obviously. So, you know, this is before Mm -hmm. I woke up even, you know, did something simple like that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's – you want to stick to the science terms, geoengineering and solar radiation management and things like that, so that if people go and are legitimately looking for answers, they use those terms, and they can find real articles of it really happening, and they can read all about it, find the patents that there are, watch the videos, and and see the presentations, definitely.
1: Well, here's the thing. With geoengineering... And the amount of metals that that they're metallizing the skies, mm-hmm. in as you said, and and so they can bounce microwaves and harp things and all mm-hmm. of that off it, but they're also poisoning us. Yep. I mean, we're also breathing this, and as experts like Russell Blaylock, who's a board-certified academic neurosurgeon, now he that's the fastest way to get Alzheimer's, just by breathing aluminum and. Yeah. In the presence of mercury.
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, it's it's a contributing factor for certain. I mean, there's you can't really help the air that you breathe, so what you can do is take different nutraceutical type things that will help chelate that and remove some of those toxins from your body. That's really about all we can do because we can't affect the air that we breathe. These particles are so tiny that there's no air filter that will catch them, so they do build up in our bloodstream. so
1: I totally recommend distilled water. Distilled yeah. water works like a chelator all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know, Maxim Labs had a great product, PCA, that took all this out, even the radioactive particles. But, you know, the FDA didn't like that competition, so they have an injunction against them, unfortunately. But uh, distilled water.
0: Mm-hmm. There are also some different nutraceutical-type things you can get that, are, that have uh, zeolites in them, and I think zeolites also help. Bond to those metallic yeah, particles, and, and the trick
1: with the trick with the zeolites though is that you've gotta not have any amalgam in your mouth because yeah. it'll pu- it'll pull the the mercury out of your amalgam and you'll get more poisoned that way, yeah but some zeolites would work absolutely,
0: yeah, as far as the aluminum goes, I mean we're breathing it in, we're getting it from vaccines, we're getting it from
1: you aluminum know foil
0: aluminum cooking. foil cooking yep we get we're getting fluoride, of course, from water that's going to help make it even uh, worse as far as the the buildup in your system so all these things kind of work together and they make for quite a toxic soup for sure
1: absolutely so yeah. what else so what what do you find the the scariest part of it what i need to have some answers here you know give me some hope
0: <laughs> well i wouldn't if you don't mind i've got a, an article pulled up real quick I, I just read this this is um a short little um blurb here. It's on Geoengineering Watch. It says, do we really believe the government would ask our permission? And it says, any that answer yes to that question on the title of this article should do a serious rechecking of their reality. Top U.S. military leaders have repeatedly stated on the record that climate change is the greatest national security threat of all. And Obama recently made some statements. Uh, making the stance that our imploding climate system seems crystal clear. What rationally thinking person would believe the U.S. government military-industrial complex would ask for public permission before fully engaging in what they themselves admit is the greatest threat to national security? Though the ongoing climate engineering insanity is making an already catastrophic climate scenario far worse, geoengineering... Is an immensely powerful covert weapon that the power structure is not about to admit to or give up. There is one thing you can truly depend on from governments, especially the U.S. government, that they lie and deceive to a degree which can be scarcely comprehended. How consistently did the U.S. government lie to the Native Americans? They signed over 500 treaties, all of which were broken. U.S. citizens who believe they are told by the criminal cabal that is our government, are living in a delusion. The criminally insane individuals that actually run our government, which are above our elected officials, who are are little more than puppets, ultimately view American citizens in the same light as the Native Americans. We are an increasing liability to the power structure. As the American population awakens to the tyranny of its government, quote-unquote, the ever-increasing surveillance of the U.S. population is yet more proof that our government ultimately views American citizens in the same light as any other adversary. Every one of us is being systematically poisoned by a constant, highly toxic aerosol spraying of our skies. So those are those are Dane's words, not mine. But I thought that was pretty, pretty important to um, convey that because that's exactly what's going on. As far exactly. as... Ho- as far as hope goes, our hope for getting this stopped is in awareness and waking up as many people to this as possible. Like you said, the tipping point, I think once we reach that, it will be blatantly obvious that that it needs to stop to everybody who's exposed to the truth of it. Now, when that happens, will the power structure decide that they need to you know, have some other major false flag event or something? Who knows? The way out of this is to wake up as many people, especially the brothers and sisters of ours in the military, who are taking part in these programs. So waking them up is super important, and that's where Can we, we t- got
1: Doug, in your experience, what are these military people told? I know some people are told that they're helping the environment because there's too much solar radiation and we would burn up. Without this, they're helping glo- stop global warming, and that's what their mission is. And that they're not. But I know military people are sworn to secrecy at such a high level; they wouldn't dare, even if they knew what it was for, break the code.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what they're going to have to do eventually when they realize their whole their their family's going down and their friends are going down. I would agree. I mean, that's that's what I've heard too. But we can't really know for sure because we're not in those circles. I can tell you for sure that they are compartmentalized for the most part, and they're just doing their one little job, whatever that job might be, and they're not to question any of it because if they do, there's going to be ramifications. So that's that's my thoughts on that. I don't really have any other explanations as far as what they're told specifically. I really don't know. I just know that they are compartmentalized, and and the, the real truth, the big picture, is definitely kept from them on purpose.
1: And there are jets— that the interiors have been photographed with all these tanks in them. Yes. And labeled. It's not like, oh, you're making that up. No, this photographic evidence. But yeah. as Yuri Bezmenov said, after 15 to 20 years of brainwashing, that even people won't even believe photographic evidence. But, you know, Plato, yeah. Plato said something, and he didn't have photographic evidence. He said, those who are able to see beyond the shadows in lies of their culture will never be understood let alone believed by the masses.
0: Yeah, so true. Yeah, and the photographs you're referring to, we've got those in the um, tutorial for the high-bypass turbofan jet engine. So some of those pictures are in in that very video. But yeah, I know people can look right at it, and that's the beauty of, if you want to call it beauty, that's the beauty of these programs. Like so many of the programs of the criminal cabal at the top, the New World Order, if you want to call them that, Most of what they do is hidden in plain view, and whether it's vaccines or GMOs or fluoride or Wi-Fi and cell phone, radiation, whatever it is, geoengineering is the biggest one, in my opinion, because they have so pulled the wool over the the sheeple's eyes that they just believe whatever they're told, And, and I'm amazed by it, but on the other hand, I was there, too, for a while, and I can understand it.
1: So how did you feel? What was the feeling when you finally understood, oh, that guy was right?
0: I remember one of the first things that I felt was realizing that the weather in our lives is completely engineered. Now, that doesn't mean it's fake rain. It's real rain.
1: Although they did have some interesting fake snow last year.
0: That's true, yes, they did. But just realizing that, you know, I'm a Christian, and I have always believed that God is in control of the weather, and ultimately he is, but man is in there manipulating it and turning it around to make money off of it and to do damage on purpose and to hurt people on purpose. And when I realized that our weather systems in the in just the weather patterns in general, were completely engineered and manipulated. That was really, that one really hit home with me, and that one stuck with me.
1: Then we were able to wake up and see that nine eleven was an inside job and Zionist controlled and Sandy Hook was a fraud, all yeah. the rest.
0: Yeah, it led it led to all of those things. And I just was going to say 9/11 was the the next big thing for me. And I think I think it's that way with a lot of people. They'll start with one thing and then that leads to something else and then to something else and and so on. And that's that's what should happen because you want those dominoes of lies to to fall down and to go away and to be left nothing be standing but the truth. So that's exactly what happened with me. To, it started with geoengineering. And GMOs, to a degree, for me, and then also led into 9-11 and then all kinds of other stuff after that. But yeah,
1: exactly what you said. I can see what what, geoengineering leads to GMOs because of the Monsatan, I call them. Yes, yes. And the damage that that does to our bodies. I heard a guest of mine two weeks ago said that Monsanto in their employee cafeteria does not allow GMO food.
0: I've heard that, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's like the it's like the criminal cabal that we were talking about. You know, they they don't eat GMOs. They don't take vaccines. Or if they do, they take "quote unquote" clean vaccines, which I think is a total fraud. You know, the whole vaccine thing is a fraud, in in my opinion. It, it has exactly. been exactly. Oh, since you're the preaching founding to the of it.
1: Choir. You're yeah. preaching to the choir here, Doug. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. But um, but exactly what you said is 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 totally right. They make the laws that the rest of us have to live by, and then they exempt themselves, which is exactly what they do at those levels because there's no one there to hold them accountable.
1: Well, I think that has to change. I really do. I think we have to wake up enough people and put them on the same page and show them what these people are doing. George H.W. Bush said if they'd known what we'd done, they would chase us down in the streets.
0: That's exactly right.
1: And we need to start doing that. These folks need to be brought before a common law court Yep. And executed for treason against humanity, and it needs to start now.
0: I agree. I do think we're making headway I mean, there was a headline just today that said that Monsanto was tanking, posted a four hundred ninety five million dollar quarterly loss, and they plan to cut twenty six hundred jobs. I think that's well, I don't want people losing jobs, I don't want them working for Monsanto. you know they need to be finding something else to do in my opinion, but you know that's good news there there are things on the horizon, I think. GMOs in particular are one of those things that everybody can understand vaccines to a degree, but you still have religious science side, the the fake science religion that that buys into the the whole vaccine thing. But with GMOs, I think it's a little bit clearer for a lot of people. And that's a really good entree into all these other topics that, that lead to that they're all connected and they lead to each other.
1: Well, and I think people—the people that are resistant—the zombies are resistant to all of them. So I think you're making a great point. If you can just just crack their heads open just a little bit on one topic, it might lead to the rest. But actually, I've had people where, that I've woken up to nine eleven, and they've gone right back to sleep afterwards.
0: Yeah, because that's a that's an event that's happened in the past, and even though we went to war and killed you know millions of people, all on false promises and false reasons and weapons of mass destruction that didn't ever exist, it still gives people a reason to forget about it because it's in the past. Whereas with geoengineering and some of these other topics, you can see it happening right now. You can go out your door and look up. You can turn the box of of cereal around and look at the ingredients on the back of it. Or you can go get your water tested and see that there really is fluoride in it. You know, it's not just we're not just making stuff up here. These things all are cumulative, and they're all connected.
1: Right. We're agreed there. And I just think that people need to take a look at this and start. What would you say? You've got flyers. Are those on the mm-hmm. Geoengineering Watch site? Can people download them? Can they start handing things out? Yeah. I'm about to go out you know, to the masses and just have one, one page a week on truth stuff. Just hand it out and say, hey, pass this around on different topics so people can wake up to some things. Yeah. Just put some things and give them some links that they can check out and see if they'll they'll look into it. But, you know, what a friend of mine says is, that's Don Wassel, he says, average people are by definition average. And they really don't, they just want to raise their kids and pay off their house and retire, and they really don't want to be involved in what's going on.
0: I know. I understand. But they, you know, we're reaching a point where they're not going to have a whole lot of choice. At some point, their their heads are going to be jerked out of the sand. So whether it's an economic crisis and, and crash or a war or some nuclear device going off or some other environmental catastrophe, I think people will wake up there. I think people are more open to hearing the truth now than they ever have been. And you, you always will have those people that can't find their butt with both hands. That will always be the case. On the other hand, I think more and more people are waking up all the time and, and it's up to us to, to go out there and try and help that process along. As far as the uh, flyers go, yes, if you go to org along the left-hand column, there is an activist awareness materials section. You can click on that. You can print out any of the flyers on there. There's also a Flaming Arrow package, which is basically uh, some text documents, HTML files and PDFs and stuff like that that you can use to attach an email to people or to just copy and paste in an email and send it to different groups or or whoever it is that you want to expose to this topic, to this issue. There's some really good activist-oriented materials on geoengineeringwatch.org for sure.
1: They can do that, and what else? How do they protect themselves? Just, we said the chelation. So staying inside to me doesn't... Now, I have a friend that insists that the air conditioner recycles the air and so you don't get the new chemtrails in the house. But I don't see that. I get plenty of dust in my house from the air conditioning, so I don't think it's keeping the chemtrails out.
0: No, it's not. It's everywhere. One of the goals, and we didn't really get into this because there wasn't time, but one of the goals of the Luciferian Elite is and I don't know if you've done a whole lot of in-depth study on CERN but one of the goals of CERN geoengineering is connected to CERN as well they are literally terraforming this planet to to change it in such a way that not only can humanity not exist no life can exist no life but them they are not going to leave any stone unturned. They are going to do everything they can to make sure that the entire earth is covered and there's no air conditioning system in anybody's house that's going to protect them. So, yes, it's better inside the air. You know, if you if you keep air filters in your house, if you keep them clean, and that's going to help versus being right outside all the time, being exposed to it directly from fallout and stuff. I um, do
1: notice that people that work outdoors, they'll say, Man, I, you know, my family and I all got sick, and they were better in a couple of days, and it's, and, and it's two weeks, and I'm still struggling with this because they work outside, and they had a heavier exposure to it. Yeah. Well, what's Geoengineering's watch, what's their stance on Morgellon's disease?
0: Dane doesn't really go into that too much. He generally refers people over to the Carnicom Institute because sure. Clifford Carnicom so, has done such great work in that area. I would just say that pull up that site and if you really want to learn what's going on with that. And also, on that note, I'm a producer and engineer of another radio show called Lost Arts Radio. And we've had some guests on actually just last week and the week before talking about Morgellons, people that have overcome it. Our website is lostartsradio.com. And we've got archives to different shows on there too. One lady that we've got scheduled here soon works for the Carnakom Institute. So and we're hoping to get Clifford on as well at some point. We'll see. Anyway, there there's definitely a lot of material out there for Morgellons and for information about that. So I would say definitely research that. If you want to look on Geoengineering Watch, there is a search feature on the website. You can always just type it in there and, and look. And there's definitely some articles on that site too about Morgellons. I just know that that's not necessarily one of those things that um, that Dane discusses a lot just because there's so much other really great work out there on that.
1: Right. Well, people that are sick with Morgellons Mar- really need – i I've, I'm a natural health consultant. I do energy work and stuff, and I've been able to help people with Morgellons, you know, just energetically help them. Oh. Hey, we're out. Doug Diamond, thank you so much for your time tonight. I so appreciate what you're sharing.
0: Thank you, Patricia. I enjoyed it.